Today is part four of the interview with Nate Davis out of Pekin, Illinois. He is the owner of Nate Dogs, and today we're talking about a little bit of advice that I think everybody needs to adhere to, and that is focus on being a better human. Welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach, author of five food truck vending books, including Food Truck 101 and Food Truck 201. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You talked about being in the 20s and, and being a little unruly. What would you do differently if you knew that you could have what you've got now, a good lawn care business, you know, a great food truck business? What would you tell yourself in your earlier years to get there quicker? Stop with the stupid stuff. <laughs> I mean, just being lazy and dumb. Alcohol is a thief. Mm -hmm. Alcohol is a major, major thief. It will, it will steal and steal stuff that you don't even know that is being stolen. That's one thing I wish I would have learned a long time ago. My daughter, uh, my, I was blessed with my daughter when I was 27 years old. She came into my life. Me and her mom were a one night stand that didn't quit for four years. And when, when that finally quit, I took my daughter and we went on our way. It's just my daughter saved my life 100%. So, and I, and the alcohol thing really didn't stick until, you know, here recently, five years ago, you know, yes, I've, she's, you know, 12, I've had her for 12 years. I, I still drank. I was still out there boozing it up and, right. and everything like that, but that just stole time away from her because I wouldn't take her to the bars or I wouldn't, I wouldn't do anything like that, but it's just stop with the stupid stuff. Just uh, focus, focus on being a better human. <laughs> oh, there's great advice right there. Doesn't matter whether you're a food truck owner or, you know, garbage, right. man. just focus on being a better human. Right. So was there one event that made you realize that I've got to make a change in my life or was it just a series of small events? A series of small events and just, uh, just a series of waking up and, and not being able to bend over and put on my boots in the morning, you know, I haven't, having my back go out and down because I'm working so hard, you know, picking up the, the 75 pounds of, of debris and carrying them and, and uh, bouncing on the mower and everything like that. It's, it's wear and tear on your body. I've cooked for a lot of bars a long time ago. Mm -hmm. I wish I would have started. I, I wish I would have started a food truck way back then. I've been in a different place right now. But you're where you are right now and probably wouldn't be as far along because of what's led up to, you know, what's going on in your life right now. I think that you appreciate it more. Yes. Yes. And that motivation in and of itself helps carry through. I, I, yes. I showed my daughter what you can do if you can stick your mind to it. 
Yep. If you follow through with something, this is this was an idea. I started I started with a chili sauce two years ago, three years ago. I've always I've always had the idea. You know, all this out it started with an idea, and you wake up every day and you do something, even if it's just writing on a piece of paper of your goals of what you want to accomplish. Absolutely. That's something, yes, and then wake up the next day and and cross one of those goals off. Yeah, you know, it's just you got to do some if you want to change, you got to do something. Every Every single day. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a big thing. No, absolutely not. I smoked for, for years. I chewed tobacco for years. You know, uh, what the last vice I have now is soda pop. And if I could get rid of that, that would be, that would be great. But that's, that's my last, my last little hurdle. I mean, I didn't smoke and drink. I've always been, just never got into that kind of stuff. But soda was my big weakness, especially when I was working in so many restaurants where they give you free soda. So right. that was like Christmas to me. Oh my God, free soda. Well, I'm just going to drink and drink. <laughs> you know, of course you get hooked on the caffeine. So then it becomes, instead of it being, oh, this is nice. I can have free sodas. I mean, I got to have my soda before I can yep. ever wake up. I guess it was five years ago. I just decided one day that I just didn't feel good. And I felt like it was just, I got too much sugar running through my veins. You know, I'm, at that point I was approaching 60 and I'm like, okay, I need to, to settle down. So I just quit cold turkey, quit uh, soda. But what I did was I replaced it with coffee to make up for the caffeine. So I was drinking one cup of coffee a day. So I wouldn't have that caffeine headache. I guess it was two years ago. I got, um, probably had COVID. I didn't go to a doctor, so I don't know for sure, but I was sick for about a week and I was sick in bed for a week. So I had, you know, my wife was feeding me. She'd bring me some toast because that's about all I wanted was some toast. And she'd bring me water. I didn't even want coffee. Uh. That week got me off of the, uh, the caffeine, you know, because I felt so bad. I didn't care that my head hurt. Cause I was just going to go sleep anyway. So I haven't had coffee in over a year. So all I drink now is just my, uh, Zephyr Hills water. It was tough. I, I will say it was really tough, but now I can't even drink soda. Sometimes we go to a restaurant and Melissa will accidentally order, you know, two Cokes. Cause that's what we always used to get. And then I would, you know, I would sit down after I go to the bathroom or something and go, why'd you get a Coke? She's like, Oh, I forgot. You know, I would take a sip. And it's like, Oh my God, this tastes awful. Yeah. Yeah. I need to get there. I need to get there. And and I know it's all about willpower and, and just the, the one day you just going to, uh, you're going to be fed up with it and you're going to yep. change, you yep. know, I mean, that, that's all there is to it. That's right. You got to have that, that point where you just get fed up with it for whatever reason. And it doesn't yep. have to make sense to anybody but you. Yep. If you um, had to do it all over again, would you start the food truck sooner in your life? Or yes. do you think you would? Okay. Yes. You had mentioned that you had cooked in bars and stuff before. So that was a, like a job you had in the past. Oh yeah. When I was in the Navy, mm -hmm. um, I, I, I cooked on the USS Nimitz. Oh wow. Uh, while I was underway, I, I cooked for over 6,000 people every single day, three square meals a day uh, oh, for six months. Volume, then. <laughs> yes. For yeah. six, for six months. And then, and then after after the Navy, I came back home and I was building pole. I, I mean, I built pole barns. I built houses. I sighted houses. I roofed houses. I cooked in bars. I've welded. I've plumbed. I, I mean, you name a job, I've, I've tried it. You know, I've never ADHD undiagnosed, but I, I picked up a lot of those skills to be able to build my food truck myself 
and not ha- not hire a plumber, not hire a welder, not hire anybody and install the hood. That saved me so much money. Right. So I think my years of being a mess up, being a problem child, you know, I, that prepared me for being doing this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just a big journey. And, you know, I was talking about pole barns. You know, I was... Uh, there was there's drugs you drug usage in the pole barn building community back when I was doing it. And okay. I wasn't on I wasn't using drugs, but the crew I was on was. I woke up one morning and I had a, a hot dog hanging out of my mouth. I was sleeping. Right. So I woke up one morning, had a hot dog hanging out of my mouth. I had a hot dog in each one of my boots. I had they they were messing with me. The crew was messing with me. And that was a sign 20 plus years ago. That was a sign that hot dogs are going to change my life. (laughs) I should have picked up on it way back then. Yeah. Sometimes we don't read the signs when they're right in front of us. Right. Right. Oh, that's funny. That is so funny. What's my story on hot dogs is kind of opposite. When I was in, I want to say second grade, and this is the first time that I can remember being really, really sick. You know, I'm at school. School had hot dogs for lunch. So I ate a hot dog and all day long, my stomach was hurting and it was hurting different than I'd ever experienced before. And then I had this feeling in my throat that, you know, there's just something wrong and go home. You know, I had to walk home from school and I get home and I still have that awful feeling. And then I threw up. And it seemed like I threw up all the way down to my toes. Everything I had eaten in my whole life up to that point came up. Uh-huh. And that turned me off to hot dogs. Really? I, yeah, for the rest of my younger years, all the way through into high school, would not eat a hot dog. And then when I started working at my very first restaurant, we sold hot dogs. And we had an amazing hot dog. And we had a different kind of bun. If you can imagine a loaf of bread, they sliced every other slice all the way through the loaf of bread. So the half it's slice, top, yeah, it's top split, but it, you had the raw edges. Okay. Okay. So it's similar to top split, but raw edges. And we would toast those. And it was an annoying sandwich to make because you had to run it through the toaster twice to get both sides of the, the bun toasted. But the hot dog was amazing. And of course, you know, when you work in a restaurant and they're giving you discounts on food, you you try stuff you don't normally, normally would eat because, well, if you don't like it, it didn't cost you much. And I had the hot dog. I was like, this is really good. So a couple of years later, same restaurant chain, they'd gotten rid of the hot dog line. And that's when I started doing my hot dogs. And I was selling a very similar product to what they were selling. But, you know, I went probably, what, 15 years or so? Yeah, probably about 15 years without touching a hot dog. Uh-huh. And then just all of a sudden, now I'm selling them. And I've yeah. sold thousands of them over the years. That yeah. man, it's just amazing. You know, you just, you just never know. You never know. And uh, people told me, you know how much, you know how much time you're going to have to do? What if it doesn't take off? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, you know, the world's full of what ifs. Yep. You just gotta, you just gotta figure it out. Yeah. Every time I had people do that to me too, you know, what if it doesn't work? And my, my answer was, what if it does? Right. Because you don't know and they don't know either. Right. They're just trying to kind of bring you down to their level. It's like, Sorry, I'm going to go out and do what I want to do. And if I fail, big deal. I can go do it again. Right. It took me a long time to get to that point. It took me an extremely long time. Yeah, because when you're young, especially, you don't want to mess up. You don't want to fail. You don't want to have something not be successful. And then, now I don't care. So what? So what? I'll still be around tomorrow, and I'll figure out a different way to make money if I have to. Right. Me, uh, Me doing this. This whole experience of me building this food truck, I have a buddy that want, that is building a trailer now. Mm-hmm. He's never worked a day in his life in the food industry. 
<laughs> so now now he's wanting me to to consult him on how to do this that and the other i said it might be better for you just to be the owner and find somebody to run it for yeah. you you know and if that's if that's the case then that's the case you know i have more more power to him you know i had a good luck I, I wish anybody good luck um but it's it's not difficult but it's not easy Tomorrow, Nate Davis and I will be discussing some lessons learned and how they're learned every single day. Thank you so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know I got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.